With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Any health-related information on the following show provides general information only. Content presented on any show by any host or guest should not be substituted for a doctor's advice. Always consult your physician before beginning any new diet, exercise, or treatment program. Organic Healthy Lifestyle, and I'm Nancy Addison, your host, and this show is dedicated to sharing information that will inspire and inform a more conscious life that creates a healthier lifestyle, and this program takes a holistic approach to health and wellness, which means we look at all the areas of our life and how they are connected. Well, the fact that it's winter after the holidays, I have heard so many things from people about being depressed. And you look at the death rates and the funeral parlors say that the highest death toll is between October and January. And I think being in the winter, having less sunshine less exercise possibly getting out and getting some uh, getting around people can contribute to that and it's easy for stress to just overload us or creep in and our society of course rewards the busy high-flying multitaskers and we can get caught up in these challenges of juggling all kinds of complex demands in our lives that we don't recognize the real risk of burnout. And so looking at all the factors that are affecting our personal stress coping capacity, you know, we need to kind of identify what we're capable of handling. And also during this show, I'm going to talk about some various things you can do to kind of offset some of the problems that can arise from being depressed and some of those can be nutritional but also we need to really look at how we're coping and also how we're connecting with other people because 
with the internet and cell phones, a lot of us have become much more isolated. And we are getting kind of this serotonin lift. If you go to something like one of these social media pages and you look for how many likes you got for your post or something like that, and it's actually been shown to cause some addiction problems. But also it's artificial. It's not really connecting with people, looking them in the eye, listening to their voice. I found that I tend to, when it's really cold and dreary outside, I tend to stay home a lot and really become a little bit of a hermit. And so in the last few weeks, I had a a very dear friend of mine pass away. And I realized that that affected me very heavily. And uh, I needed to do some things in order to shift myself out of becoming too depressed or sad about her her moving on into the the other part of of um, what I consider the other part of life. Just her body is no longer with us, but I feel like her spirit is still with us. So, you know, how do we cope with things? And then if you look at just the way things have changed over the last, say, 100 years, in this last century, uh, there, there have been so many changes in our world. And so we're eating more stressful diets than have been eaten historically. And 70% of what most people eat is junk food. Things that are they're eating to try to relieve themselves of, of emotional stress. And... of the households today are single-parent families, and many of them are living far away from their other family members. And so there's not as much time and support with each other. My son calls me on FaceTime, and I get to see my grandson, but they live in another state, and I don't get to see them very often. So... You know, things like that can cause some stress or loneliness, things like that. And then pressures in the workplace have really skyrocketed. And there's been a 700% increase in workmen's comp claims for mental stress since the 1980s. And so this is something that is being created with our new fast-paced life, trying to keep up with the computer, things that many people didn't grow up with. A lot of the younger people, they've grown up with these computers. They've been you know, trained on how to use iPhones. But for older people who it's come along late in life, sometimes trying to handle all of these different components that are new to them can be incredibly stressful. And so... That is a a real problem with uh, some of the older generation people. And then you add into that the chemical pollution that's overwhelming our food and our soil and our air and our water and even our buildings. Uh, And they're just adding a whole nother level uh, into the stresses that we face. And then the suicide rates are so high. It... um, and it's, it especially goes up over the holidays and in the winter. And I think people, 
they see the all of these beautiful advertisements and the, all the families look so happy. And then there's the stress of finances where people are expected to give presents and they may not have the funds for that. And people get into debt or they they experience embarrassment. And so there's so many different types of things that can be affecting someone's health and well-being and mental stability. And so, you know, what is really serotonin? It's it's a chemical and it and it is in the brain and it helps with the neurotransmitters or hormones. And it helps us feel happy. It helps us feel better. And so some of the things that we can do to help boost that, some people's just gets really low. And part of that is because some of the food we're eating isn't nutrient dense enough. And we need to eat healthier foods in, instead of the craving of the junk foods whenever we might be feeling low. And we also need to look at our family and our children's diets to make sure that they're getting everything they need as well. Well, some of the things that I've found uh, in my research for helping uh, relieve depression, well, first of all, you want to make sure you're breathing deeply. And I know many of you have listened to my show before, and I talk about this a lot, but when we get stressed out, we tend to just breathe in our top upper lung part. And This really puts our body in a fight or flight mode. And so your body's just constantly in a stress mode. And so it can't really restore and be healthy when we're in that mode. So breathing very deeply. And what that means is you want to breathe in really deeply about four or five counts You want to hold it for about four counts. And this is important because that slows you down. And this is something that I really believe people should do and try to do on a daily basis, even if it's just for three minutes. But breathe very deeply in for four or five counts. Hold it and then breathe out very, very deeply. And you try to breathe out longer than you breathe in but you want to make sure you're breathing very deep down into your diaphragm you want to get all of the old air out and you want to breathe all the good air in and it really does help to envision something positive in your mind and it just calms that racetrack that may be going around in your brain of all the things you have on your to-do list or responsibilities that you have coming up and it has been shown to be incredibly healing and I think this is a a major part of our nutrients is the oxygen and we cannot live without it but breathing in deeply holding it breathing out and do that for full three minutes and the heart math institute in california has found that when we do that we quite literally get our own stem cells to start functioning again and so it's very restorative in so many ways and it's absolutely free and you can do it in your car you don't have to close your eyes to do it 
but try to put something in your mind that's not a worry. You know, try to get those out and put something. I like to picture myself on the beach with my daughter playing in the rain. It was just a really good day that the water was just like bath water. It was raining. It was just beautiful. We were quite literally the only people at the beach that day. And we were playing in this rain and you couldn't see where the ocean stopped and the sky began. And it was just, it just seemed magical. And if you have a time somewhere in your past that was just beautiful, perfect and peaceful, very happy, that's something that you can put in the forward front of your mind when you're doing a deep breathing exercise and it will help release those happy positive thoughts in fact they've done studies that show that you know it's kind of that fake it till you make it thing if you can envision something that just really makes you joyful and, and picture that in your mind. And, and you can do this to your friends or family. I mean, there's certain things that just trigger their joyful response. So, you know, if I talk about my grandson to my mother, you know, that makes her very, very happy. If I show her a picture, it makes her very happy. And she gets that. It's just a beautiful smile. Smiling has been shown to actually relieve stress. So it's... It's like your body language can trick your mind into transforming. So, you know, putting on some uplifting music, you can go to the computer and put on high vibrational music and just have that playing in the background because a lot of this is all about energy. And when we get really depressed or low or hermit-like, then we need to shift that energy. And so in the last week after my friend has passed on, I've quite literally made myself go to yoga, go to weightlifting class. And I've been making myself, instead of just going and doing exercise equipment at the Y by myself, which is always good and fun, but when you get in a group of people, you're encouraged to complete that hour of exercise for one thing but it also gets you involved it it mixes up your energy and it can really lift your spirits so every day I've quite literally made it a, a part of my schedule to go to the YMCA or go to my ballet class which I did today and be social Look people in the eye. Really listen to them. Get out of my own head. I think sometimes we tend to get so focused on ourselves that we create these scenarios in our mind that may be depressing or may not even really be realistic. And like last night, I had a friend show up and he was going to go over to a play that was about a block away from where I lived. And he's like, you want to come? And I was like, you know, I really hadn't been out doing something just fun 
in a in a long time. I'd been at the hospital with my friend a lot. I, anyway, I was focused on a lot of what was um, really not uplifting things. So I said, yes, I'm going to come. And so we walked to it instead of driving, which was just wonderful. And I went to a brand new theater I hadn't been to before. I saw a very funny play that was very uplifting and it wasn't a super happy positive play or anything but the energy in it and the actors and sitting in the audience all of that was just so uplifting for me and I realized that I had been missing that and so I'm going to start putting social events on my calendar for from now on and uh, truly making myself get out, be with people. And so I highly encourage you to to do that as well. And when we get outside and, and exercise and do that, it, it really can help um, relieve a lot of that. And it can also put things more into perspective. And um, I, I think that is always helpful. There are some supplements that have been studied to be very, very good at restoring the serotonin in our body. And a lot of times, if we're under stress for long periods of time, our serotonin can can really get low. And if we're not eating really good nutritional foods, that can also make uh, for a low serotonin levels. So uh, what I found is an almost, well, a really good solution to most low serotonin problems is an inexpensive nutrient supplement made from an African bean. And it can be found in just about every health food store or pharmacy in America. But it's called 5-H, like uh, like house, T like in Tom, P like in, in play, 5-HTP. It's 5-hydroxytryptophan. And your body can make its own 5-HTP to convert into serotonin. But there's a catch. You must have enough tryptophan on hand from food to make it out of. And chances are... we. If you're low, you probably don't. So if you take a 5-HTP supplement, then your serotonin production will no longer be dependent on your low levels that you have in your own body or that you may not be getting in your food. So what this can do is this can quickly replenish your serotonin stores in your body and begin to help you feel a return to kind of a uplifted emotional place. And 5-HTP has been studied and used extensively in Japan and Europe. And it only came to the U.S. in 1997. So we haven't had it available to us for, for that long. And as an antidepressant, 5-HTP is also very effective, it, it, and it has been studied, and it has outperformed many of the most established antidepressant drugs, one of them including Prozac. 
And the, the good thing about the 5-HTP is it doesn't have the negative side effects associated with pharmaceutical drugs. So a study back in 1980, they had 99 patients who had been deeply depressed for an average of nine years. Almost half achieved complete recovery. And while others experienced significant improvement after being given the 5-HTP, the, the doctor who was doing this study, Dr. J.J. Van Heel, had to say that the benefits of the 5-HTP, okay, so this is what he said, this is a quote, I have never in 20 years used an agent which, and he, he means the agent being the 5-HTP, that was so effective so quickly that restored the patient so completely to the persons they had been and their partners had known and was so entirely without side effects. So, you know, you think about that and so many of these pharmaceutical drugs can have really serious side effects and I, I always want to encourage everyone, look at what you're taking, print off the side effects and be very aware of them and talk to your physician or your healthcare provider if any of those are showing up because that is very, very important. And so that there have been some studies where they combined Prozac and 5-HTP. So the manufacturer of Prozac, Eli Lilly, conducted a study combining 5-HTP with Prozac and found that the serotonin activity was increased 150% on just the Prozac alone. But when they added the 5-HTP to it, their serotonin levels increased 615%. So it actually made it more effective. So those are just some, some things to be aware of. Also, uh, Prozac and Zoloft, which are two antidepressants that are commonly prescribed, those can cause sexual dysfunction, which causes more stress to a lot of people. And it causes sexual dysfunction to about 50 to 75% of the users. While the 5-HTP studies show that it does, it does not have any sexual dysfunction side effects. And so, the, the, in fact, in one study, the 5-HTP had fewer side effects than even the placebo, which is, is just wild, don't you think? And then another supplement that, and I've personally taken the 5-HTP and this one, the tryptophan is the, is the other one I'm going to talk about. And what these are, these are complex amino acids. 5-HTP is a complex amino acid, tryptophan's a complex amino acid. And we should get these in our food, but then they they have to compete with all the other nutrients in the food and then, you know, how much of that gets into your body to actually work as effectively as a supplement might be able to do that in a concentrated form. So tryptophan is another complex amino acid and 
it has been studied to show, um, so studies have shown that removing tryptophan from your diet lowers your serotonin and can increase depression. So including winter depression or insomnia, panic, anger, uh, things that can trigger bulimia. So adding the supplement tryptophan can raise serotonin like like 200%. So tryptophan is spelled T-R-Y-P-T-O-P-H-A-N. And so there have been some studies using this. So the beneficial side effects of tryptophan on sleep have been studied and demonstrated to help with PMS and also with fibromyalgia. There's also uh, a study that tryptophan was used to stop obsessive birds from plucking themselves bare of their own feathers. And so there's an avian tranquility supplement that veterinarians use that can help treat obsessive compulsive parents, parrots or birds. And, you know, birds that are contained in cages, which I personally think is incredibly cruel. Birds should be out free and flying. And I think anytime you cage anything up, they, you know, become neurotic. And so, um, I, I guess the tryptophan helps calm them enough so that they don't pull out all their own feathers. And, you know, if you look at today's world today, a lot of us are enclosed inside during the winter. We're maybe, maybe we're working in a small cubicle. You know, maybe that's kind of like a bird in a cage. So the tryptophan can help boost your serotonin levels and, um, there was a British study of depressed patients who had been untouched on medication. They had had nothing. So the tryptophan was added and the depression symptoms suddenly dropped about 50%. And in another study, when combined with the Prozac, the tryptophan increased the speed of the antidepressants effects and eliminated the sleep disturbances that the Prozac caused. So, you know, adding the tryptophan uh, to your combination of serotonin boosters, um, you know, might be a good idea. And the tryptophan is a little harder to find, maybe a tiny bit more expensive than the 5-HTP but the tryptophan not only converts to 5-HTB and then to serotonin in minutes, it can also be used to make important B Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Vitamins, niacin, and many other valuable enzymes, which are really, really critical for boosting our mood, giving us energy as well. And then there's one more herb that's been studied, and they call it the happy herb, and it's called St. John's wort. And so aside from the 5-HTP and the tryptophan, this one's this uh, ancient 
herbal remedy, St. John's wort, has been studied very, very much throughout Europe. And um, one of the studies comparing St. John's wort and Prozac, it was the two were exactly equal in effectiveness and both provided 48% improvement as uh, symptoms for depression. So... You know, that's just something to keep in mind. Uh, and St. John's wort often helps to raise the serotonin levels when the amino acids, the 5-HTP and the tryptophan somehow don't. So just just another little uh, something that might uh, help boost, boost the mood and, and get, you, get you feeling better. And then, of course, another thing that I think it's just so vitally important is just eating healthier food. And if what we eat becomes our cells, our blood, our tissue, and of course it's in our brain, it's in our body, you know, this is just critical for our overall health and well-being. And I think in the winter, you know, we might feel a little lazy and go grab some pizza or something or get something on the way home. But you know, good mood food is like vegetables. And so they're bright and they're colorful. They're energizing and they're calming. And they're in interesting shapes and sizes and textures. And some of them are not only just the healthiest foods on the planet, but they're loaded with vitamins and minerals and nutrients that make good mood possible. And they're just indispensable partners to the good mood proteins and fats that we want to have in our diet. And uh, so some of the, the most important things we want to remember is that vegetable, vegetables are just outstanding preventatives for stroke, for cancer, for all kinds of, of various Things. And so you know, I've had some people say they just hate veggies. They, they don't like to eat vegetables. And they're usually people who are zinc deficient and don't enjoy much of anything unless it has a strong sweet or spicy flavor. So if you're one of these people, <laughs> you might want to take a 50 milligram zinc capsule every day just for a month to see if you don't start to enjoy your vegetables a little bit more. You'll also be boosting your immune system, your thyroid, your reproductive organs, and your neurotransmitter systems. All of these depend on zinc. And they they have liquid zincs that, you know, might be easier for you to, to take. But this is also especially important for men uh, men tend to have a lower deficiency of that. And so so this is uh, something that can really, really help. So think about just eating a big salad for lunch or something, something with lots of leafy greens. And if you are eating your fresh vegetables, you're probably going to be getting some really great mood-boosting B vitamins like folate. And one of the things you need to look out for is you want to avoid the synthetic version of folate, which is folic acid. 
And studies have shown that too much folic acid, which is the synthetic version of vitamin B, can cause cancer. So you want to, um, you know, make sure you always look for folate and avoid B vitamins that uh, have the the folic acid in them. So one of the ways you can get a good vitamin in and studies have shown that when people are heavily under stress or depressed, they tend to have very low vitamins in their body. And when your body's under stress, it utilizes up things very quickly. And so you just a good multivitamin, I think, is always uh, something that I keep in my health regimen. And I always encourage my family to do that as well. And B vitamins are just absolutely critical. And so people with depression or even schizophrenia have been found to, you know, have very low B vitamin levels. And so if you are having this kind of situation going on, you might have your doctor check your vitamin levels. Uh, The D from the sunshine, which we don't get enough of in the winter, especially in the places that are located farther north, you want to get that sunshine. So if you have sunshine coming out at all, get out in that sunshine. Let it shine on your face and in your eyes and, and lift your mood. I think that is so important. But the D vitamins are pro-hormone and they're deficient amount of D has been tied to like 27 types of cancer. So get your vitamin D, get your sunshine, and um, try to get really a combination of all of your vitamins. But one thing to look for if you are buying a vitamin is look for whole organic food listed on the ingredient label, not chemical names that you don't know that what they are they it should list whole organic broccoli or whole organic cabbage or whole organic beets on the ingredient list and there are a couple of really good brands out there go to a healthier grocery store one of the ones I like is Garden of Life. I also like NYR Organics. If you go to my website, organichealthylife.com, on my recommended products page, I have a lot of companies that I buy personally their products and think are really effective. And I uh, put them on there to help people who find my website and want to know you know what is the best type of vitamin or and so on my recommended products page I have a variety of different companies that I like that I order my own personal food and uh, various things from and so you can go there and and see what I use also as you're adding these healthy vegetables to your diet think about dark green leafy vegetables they get their color from the mineral magnesium so spinach chard beet greens kale those are all loaded with this relaxing soothing mineral as well as containing lots of b vitamins as well as vitamin k which is enhances bone density and it helps 
preserve the omega-3s in your in your body. And so the omega-3s are anti-inflammatory, and those are in a lot of the healthy fats like avocados. And one of my favorite things to do with a salad is I'll take a little bit of raw uh, vinegar. Like I, I like to use a coconut vinegar or an apple cider vinegar or a rice vinegar. I get an organic one, and I'll take a little bit of that and I'll combine it with a mashed up avocado and I can I can add a little oil to that too. I've been using a safflower oil recently, but I also like to use avocado oil or coconut oil. And I will quite literally just rub my lettuce leaves with that and then I can add some sprouted pumpkin seeds which are high in natural zinc I can add some uh, chia seeds which are high in omega-3s and possibly a little cut up vegetables or onions or something on that and it makes such a nice rich salad and I think in many ways people may not like salads because they're used to prepackaged salad dressings or they think it takes too long to make a salad dressing. I quite literally if you start doing this if you just have the right ingredients at home it's really pretty easy just to take a little bowl mix something up in just a really 10 seconds and spread it on your lettuce and then I sprinkle a little sea salt and a little black pepper and have a really rich satisfying salad and it doesn't have to be very fancy and it certainly doesn't have to be expensive and I know there are quite a few places even the dollar stores here in Dallas sell organic lettuce and organic bananas and a lot of uh, healthy organic foods that you might not realize are in some of those stores uh, there's also a lot more stores that are carrying organic because people are looking for that because they have more nutrients in them when you put chemical fertilizers and pesticides on plants it destroys a lot of the very fragile nutrients in the soil and so that's not in the food and also you're putting chemical fertilizers and pesticides on the soil and that is what your plants are growing in and so what your plants grow in is what is in the food so if it's growing in chemical fertilizers and pesticides like glyphosate which is one of the main ones they use which it has been shown and studied and said to be a known carcinogen then you're getting all of that in your food so you want to eat the healthiest quality of food that you can and I think that is just one of the most important things if you can grow your own food you know that's ideal because then you can control the quality of your seeds and the type of water and the type of soil you have and then you really know how clean it is. And some of the B vitamins are quite literally the from the bacteria that's in the soil. So if you're growing your own food, and you can literally, like my son, for 
for Christmas, they got a present of a fish tank with an herb garden on top. And they are so enjoying using this. But they've got their organic soil. They've got their non-chlorinated water. And they've got their organic seeds. And so they're growing their own herbs that they can use in cooking and putting in their salads and things. And even if you're doing this, one of the things that if you're growing your own food and you know it's pretty clean, it hasn't had any pesticides on it or anything, the natural bacteria in the soil is a, is, is some of the B vitamins that are so important for our health. So I would say if you know your food's pretty clean and you haven't had any pesticides or fertilizers on it and nobody else has handled it, you might eat it just fresh out of the garden and then you get those natural vitamins that way and um, and that I think is a really good way to do it. Also, spinach is high in magnesium and B vitamins and it is supposed to be high in phytates and uh, oxalic acid. And those chemicals can block iron and calcium and other minerals from being used in your body. So you want to look for New Zealand spinach, which does not contain the phytates. But also if you buy greens that are baby greens, especially the spinach and the kale, I think are, are two that are very important. Baby greens have as much nutrient in them as the larger greens so they're more of really a superfood a powerhouse of food but also for instance the baby spinach doesn't have the oxalic acid in it and if you're getting baby spinach that's also the new zealand variety then that's the healthiest one you can get. And of course, it's high in iron. And I know anemia is such a problem for so many people. And you absorb iron much more effectively if you have some vitamin C with that. So when my kids were growing up, one of my favorite salads to make was a spinach salad. And I would put fresh orange slices or tangerine slices in it. And my son wasn't that much of a salad lover. But when I would put, I put some sprouted, um, chopped up, almonds in it as well and the orange slices and I would make a creamy dressing he would just gobble that up and so that became one of our favorite family salads that I would serve and I, I have that recipe in my book Raising Healthy Children in fact I put a lot of the recipes for that I raised my children on in my book, Raising Healthy Children, which just won two international book awards. It won Best Parenting Book of the Year and Best Family Book of the Year in the International Book Awards. And I was so delighted and thrilled at that as I really put my heart and soul into that book and wrote about raising my kids and all the various components that, that I dealt with. And, you know, I've learn things new every day nobody knows everything and we all learn from each other and as I started raising my children and started experimenting with healthier ingredients and more natural ways to 
help with things like chicken pox or poison ivy or nosebleeds, things like that. Yeah, I learned some really good natural effective ways that worked for us. And so I put a lot of those in my book. And I was really thrilled when I gave it to my children when it was in the edit form. And I said, okay, y'all, let me know if you want me to take anything out. Because I didn't want to, of course, put anything in there that they wouldn't want me to be telling everybody. And... um I was so happily surprised when they gave me a few editing tips for uh, things that they found that needed to be fixed. But neither one of them made me really get, take anything out. And I was, I was very happy with that. And I think they've been um, thrilled that they've won that award. It also won the excellence award by the mom's choice Awards. so so that's a good book to get if you're raising children and um, want to know some good recipes all my books have are half recipes and you can find them on my website organic healthy life and so going back to healthy eating and veggies for, for pure vitality, potassium in vegetables is really important. And lettuces are loaded with potassium. So are tomatoes, even cooked tomatoes in sauces have it. All raw or cooked vegetables or vegetable juices are full of potassium. One thing that will help you absorb that better is using a really good high-quality salt. And a lot of people don't realize that there are different types of salts. And one of the things that is so vitally important for my health and that I really believe in is using unrefined mineral-rich salt instead of the white refined variety. And the white refined salts have had all the minerals taken out. And I had a doctor tell me once, he said, Nancy, you've heard the word electrolyte. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard the word electrolyte. He goes, that's just a fancy medical term for the word salt. Well, as if you're like me, you hear electrolyte all the time. You've got to have electrolytes in order to be healthy. You've got to have electrolytes in order to hydrate effectively. You've got to have electrolytes to actually absorb the water. So one of Dr. David Brownstein's books, Salt Your Way to Health, one of the things he's real, and he's one of the world's leading thyroid experts. I think he's um, just brilliant. But he says that people need at least a teaspoon of salt in their diet a day in order for their adrenal glands to function, which is critical for us handling stress, uh, in order for our immune system to function, in order for our thyroid to function. So, you know, make sure you're, you're using the right type of salt in your diet and avoiding the white refined salt that's had the minerals taken out it's had high fructose corn syrup added to it and it's had preservatives added to it and I really think your body just reads that like a poison and so switching to a different type of salt can help in fact there was a study in the Netherlands using people with high blood pressure and they took a large group of people who had been on high blood pressure medication. And what they did is they took half of these people 
off their medication and had them just switch the type of salt they were using. So instead of using white refined salt, they started using the mineral-rich unrefined salt, like the Bolivian rose salt or the Himalayan salt. And what they found at the end of the study is the people who were using the better variety of salt had the had this about the same blood pressure as the people who were on the blood pressure medication and they weren't taking the blood pressure medication. So just switching one ingredient in their diet made a difference and also did not hurt their blood pressure it actually made it better so so that's just something to keep in mind also with vegetables you want to take the time to wash them and chop them and cook them and you know people tell me that this is a problem and they don't have time for it but I think really seriously connecting with your food is therapeutic and I just want to say you know get over it and get some raw carrots and celery and cherry tomatoes and snap peas and veggies and uh, red bell pepper and cucumbers and, and just eat them like you would an apple. And I find just sprinkling a little sea salt on them and I use the Bolivian rose uh, just makes the flavor so good. And if you get something like a hummus, uh, which is really easy to make, and all my books have these great recipes in them if you if you need some guides, or also you can get my newsletter, and I put a recipe in my newsletter every, every month when I send it out. If you get a hummus, uh, which is a protein-rich food that can also help boost your serotonin levels and help you feel better, I like to use chopped up veggies as my dipping chips. And I really love red and orange and yellow bell pepper to as that or a cucumber. And cucumbers are incredibly hydrating and so good for you. And I always use the skin. So much of the nutrient value in food is in the skin. So, you know, if you wash them and get them clean, then... You know, I think try to always use your the skin in it. When I grew up, I can remember people would cut the skin off, and uh, I I just have really over the last thirty years stopped doing that. And I find it has more texture, it has a lot more nutrients in it, and. It's just a way of transitioning to adapting to new foods. And our taste buds change all the time. So if you're not used to this and you don't like it, stick with it. I encourage you to stick with it for at least two weeks and let your taste buds adjust to your new flavors and the new textures. And of course, there's so much fiber in the skins as well that are so good for your intestinal tract. So you know, stick with it, help your body adapt to these new and better, healthier foods, and see if you don't start feeling better really soon. And so as we come to the end of the show, I just I just want to say that uh, I so love talking with you and sharing this information with you. And I truly hope that some of my suggestions can be something you might consider that might be able to help you to get through different times. We just, 
all have various circumstances in our lives that change and how we handle those can be so vitally important. And it can also make such a huge difference to the people around us and the people we care about. So, you know, just think about this as we transition through the seasons, try to you know, keep healthy, fresh foods on your menu and try to make sure you have enough nutrients in your body and look for things that might be more natural without negative side effects that could possibly cause more problems than you're trying to solve. And then also just make sure you're drinking enough water and hydrating. So as we come to the end of the show, I just want to say thank you for listening. I love you so much. I'm Nancy Addison. My website's organichealthylife.com. And my parting thought is how we do anything is how we do everything. So as you go through your life and you touch the people around you, just remember to add that main ingredient. And that main ingredient is always love. Oh,